0: Welcome to New Hope Underground. This episode is entitled "The Oblivious Dad" and "Gifts for Mom." And now here are your hosts, Darren Hanson and Tyler Yokum. Darren,
1: hey,
2: Darren. Yeah, yeah, what are you, what are you doing, man? It's my new siren alert. Oh, so it means it's time for Underground. That just goes off on people's phones whenever. Our, our, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. As of now, how does it really work? It's episode five. Welcome to New Hope Underground. Welcome to New Hope Underground, the number two podcast for homes with pets. Number two, we slipped a notch. Yeah, I didn't know if I was gonna want to tell you this, but yeah, we fell. We fell a spot. Tell me
1: the truth. I can handle it.
2: Yeah, the new number one podcast for homes with pets is one called Bones and Bodegas: The Rise and Fall of One Boxer's Small Grocery Store Empire.
1: You know what? After hearing the title, I can kind of understand.
2: Yeah, I get it.
1: They, The animals we love do, this. We've got to do something. Crime. We've got to do something to get ourselves back up there. Yeah.
2: Maybe we do a true crime episode one time. I that, don't know. That that's includes a, that's, some that's, sort of pet? Yeah, that's a trendy thing right now, so maybe Should that. the pet be the victim or the killer? Obviously the killer. No oh. pet wants to listen to a victim story. Yeah, kind of like uh. a Cujo
1: thing. The Cujo thing? That's Stephen King, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. the Saint Bernard that went around killing people. Oh, I mean, come on!
2: I know I hadn't, I hadn't
1: Gosh. read read that. Person. Gosh, it's like you were born like yesterday or something. <laughs> hey, well, I'm Tyler <laughs> <So> Yoakum. <yeah. laughs> anyway, you, I can't believe that you're not up to date on your 1980s novel
2: references. Yeah, I no, I'm sorry. I'll Maybe even to. 70s. That goes way back. Well, I mean, I'm always up for a, a Saint Bernard. You said Saint yeah, Bernard it's a, killing it's a, it's a, dog.
1: Kind of an evil Saint Bernard, rabid Saint Bernard. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a. It's like old Yeller without the happy stuff.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the kind of story I'm into.
1: Exactly. Now, mm.
2: I was told, Little Birdie told me
1: yep. that we put out a call about YouTube subscribers for our channel because we need to get to 100.
2: Have we got there yet? Uh, we're halfway from what we were at, um, oh. which is which is good. Like, yeah. I mean, it is good. Yeah, I okay. mean, 12, 12 okay. people have subscribed since we put out the call. We need another 12 more.
1: I need to tell you this, I need to confess. Okay. I was one of them really yeah I I had not subscribed yet oh now I have though I I corrected my mistake I repented in sackcloth and ashes oh
2: okay well yeah I guess I can't really stay mad at you for it so um (laughs) thank you (laughs) Yeah, I do want to give a shout-out to... there's There were four people that... It, it only showed me the most recent subscribers, but um, four people that subscribed out of those 12. Uh, Jeff Kroll. Jeff Kroll. Logan Arnie. Logan Arnie, Matt Nieberg. Matt Niebergie, And Patrick Mays. Patrick Mays. Yeah, so thanks, guys, for uh, hey guys. subscribing. And, uh, yeah, we're 12 away from reaching 100, and once we do that, we get um, to create a custom URL for our YouTube channel, which makes it easier to point people um, to that YouTube channel. So, well, I've got another call-out, Tyler. Whoa. Did you notice that the four
1: people that you mentioned... were all men. Wow. Where are the ladies at? Come on. Come on, ladies. Maybe we need that, some subscriptions. Maybe
2: that means that we didn't. We don't appeal to the women audience that, <laughs> that much. Maybe they're not into our. I podcast. beg to differ. I I think that this podcast is for everyone. Every time I ask my wife and what YouTube's she thought of the, every time I ask my wife what she thought of the episode, she says I loved it. And then I say, What was your favorite part? She says, Oh, the part where you talked about me.
1: <laughs> Which I've only, I think I've only mentioned her once
2: on one episode. So I don't think she's actually listening regularly. So my if, wife loves it too. And I say, well, what part? Well, the ending when it's over. <laughs> when it, when it, no, 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 she, oh, I do want I it. do want to give another shout out. Just I didn't, I haven't told you this yet, but I was looking at our analytics um, the other day. And I remember, love that word. Remember when we remember when we said we wanted to go international that we only had North American listeners? Yes, we're going to go global. We've gained two. We have two listens, one from Guatemala, I think, and one from I want to say like France, somewhere in no somewhere way. in France. So we are officially an international podcast. There you go. We yep. are now overseas. So, who, so whoever shared it online or maybe just traveled out of the country and listened to it over there. Thank you for those two listens. Now we're now we can say we're now we're now we can say we're global. So maybe we should say like, uh, Gracias. Oh, um, for our Guatemalan audience, Salud,
1: Salud. I I yeah, what what is it in French? I don't like. I thank don't know. you, Merci, me,
2: me, Merci, Wee oui, wee, oui. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, thanks, thanks. Hey, for, thanks go. for listening. we got we
1: got to learn languages yeah. now.
2: This is crazy. <laughs> Shoot, this, way more than I signed up for. <laughs>
1: So hey, I've got a story. I've been I'm, I I read another story. It's a news story. I
2: wonder if people are starting to get the trend with with what happens. Well, you Maybe.
1: know, since we started this podcast, my like you said before, my my reading has actually increased. Yeah, which I, I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, I I like w- weird news stories, of course. And I was right. I saw one. I'm not talking about this one, but I can't help but bring it up. I actually saw one where this alligator was ringing this lady's doorbell. A like, real live alligator and the neighbor had a picture of it crawling up her like wall in front of her door and pushing. So it wasn't the like all
2: near the ground. It no. Was, oh, wow.
1: <laughs> he was almost standing on his, on his hind leg. Was this in Florida? It had to have been, right? Uh, South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Huh. Somewhere down there. But yeah. anyway, it was just funny, but that's, and that's not my story. Okay. My story has to do with, it was kind of entitled The Oblivious Dad. Okay. And I don't know if you know this or not, but dads can be oblivious.
2: You're, you're a dad, right?
1: I am and yeah. I can be very aloof. Whoa, you worked I'm just, in the word aloof. Tonight. Well, I've been trying I've been trying to think real hard. I I I've, I've going through the vocabulary tapes right now. Yeah. And I'm on the letter A. <laughs> but aloof aloof is what I am. Right. It really does describe me in so many ways. But anyway, so I feel for this guy. But yeah. the story was this is a, a real story. Uh, this guy is probably in his 60s or so and he has a son who's like in his 30s. And he was driving his son to the bank. Like a good dad. Right. And yeah. he said he wanted, his son told him he wanted to cash a check.
2: I have a lot of questions like why he was, why's a 30-year-old need a ride to the bank? Anyway, sorry, go ahead. I'm not sure why.
1: Uh, maybe he's just hanging out with dad or maybe yeah. he doesn't have a license. Oh,
2: yeah. I'm The story didn't say why. No, it didn't okay. say
1: why. It just said that he dropped him off in front of the bank. He was going to run in and cash a check and then come back out. Okay. He did come right back out, got in the car, but he didn't. He did not cash a check. He robbed the bank. No. And, and when he got into the car, he made his dad like the getaway driver without his dad realizing made him an what's accessory. going on. Yes, he did. Oh my goodness. And his dad had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> and so he drove him off. This is how they found out, right? Yeah. The dad drives the son off to another part of town and lets him out wherever he wanted to be let out. And then he drives back into the same area of the bank. Oh, and the cops pull him over because they were given a description of the getaway car. Yeah. Then the guy had no clue.
2: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> they actually let him go, though, because they said the dad had, was just too oblivious. So to, he so he still, until the cops told him, he didn't know his son took th- money. They
1: did not really specify that in the article, but that's the impression oh, oh, you wow. get.
2: The impression you got was he just was really that oblivious. That is such a good father. He's, I know he's a he's a completely incompetent accessory to Had his son's no crime. Had no
1: clue what was going on. Wow, I just think it's hilarious. You imagine like <laughs> you're dropping somebody off at the bank, and they get back in, and like you step on it, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> why? why? He you just thinking? thinks he's
2: having like a good day out with his son, like spending quality time, and really he's just I like know. his getaway driver. I'm like
1: oh, let's go get some ice cream. Well, I don't care. Let's just step on it. <laughs> we just have to go to another let's jurisdiction. Let's get their fast. Let's have ice cream fast. <laughs> In an, and in another county. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Cross state line. And by the way, uh, the sun says, I'll buy. Gee, <laughs> 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 I wonder why. That's great.
2: Yeah, I, he didn't cash a check. But wow, anyway. Man. Wow, With all this, with all the the sad news going on in the world, I love that, that you're able to shine a light on some some cool stories. I mean, I don't know if that's a good story. Maybe that's I a think bad story. I, I think I it's
1: know. kind of funny. I think it's great. Yeah. Now, one other thing I've got to talk about. Okay. I'm sorry, but we got a phone call on our hotline, our underground we hotline. We did. We didn't even ask for one. I know. It was just open. It was. The hotline's always open. It was fantastic, and I'm going to go ahead and play that recording now. Okay.
2: Hey, Darren, on your next sounding board thing, you should go into more detail on your polar bear theory. I'm really
1: intrigued. And so that was an incredible phone call, and I really appreciate the fact that somebody would call in and notice— That maybe I'm onto something with my polar bear theory.
2: Yeah. If there's one thing you need, it's more validation for your ideas.
1: Well, I do have an update. Okay. They said they wanted some more information. So here's some more information. Okay. About a week after I actually recorded that sounding board. Yeah. Out in the news uh, came this article that 50 polar bears actually attacked a small Russian village.
2: I I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they were just like tearing apart crates of things. And they're
1: walking into businesses and people's homes. Yeah. Somebody was quoted as saying, this is weird and it's really freaky at night when they're walking underneath your windows. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many
2: polar bears. Like you, you, odds are when you look in a direction, you'll see one. That's like how many that is. And, and people were like, well, they're just so hungry. No, they were just being polar bears. <laughs> you know,
1: of course they're hungry. They're always hungry. Right.
2: They're, they're massive. Yeah.
1: It wasn't like they were starving, but there was 50 of them. And they just—they said you, they have polar bears around that area, and so sometimes they'll like do a uh, shoot a gun or something in the air and scares them off. Right. But they're not scared now, and they're all wow. strengthened numbers. They become I'm used telling, to it. I'm telling you, this could be a sign of things to come. Wow. That's why we need the wall with Canada.
2: We like gotta, I talked about yeah, sounding. Yeah, we have so. to protect ourselves from the polar bears that are going to be coming exactly. south. Exactly.
1: Anyway, thank you so much for that phone call. With Tyler stuff, with Tyler stuff,
2: with Tyler. Hey, stuffers! Welcome back to Stuff with Tyler, the part of the show where I tell you some stuff. <laughs> the stuffers. I love. I've got. I've gotten it nailed, man. That intro. Except then I do this where I say I've nailed the intro, and it kind of takes away from the intro a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, welcome stuffers. Well, one
1: person who's listening to my voice, please hit up Tyler Yocum on a Sunday and say I'm a stuffer.
2: Yeah, truth be told, no one has told me there is. I know. I'm asking. I'm putting yeah. that call out there. Please yeah. do that. I've created this fan base that, as far as I can tell, does not exist. No one identifies as one. There's nothing like a fictional fan yeah, base. it's great. It makes me feel like what I'm doing matters. Um, so welcome, uh, welcome to Stuff with Tyler, everyone.
1: <laughs> it's amazing you could be encouraged by something that doesn't exist. <laughs> something that I know is completely fabricated in my
2: mind. I am fully encouraged by. Um, hey Darren. Uh, do you like coasters? As in like what you put underneath a drink? Yes. Yes. But do you also like coasters? Like the ones you roll on.
1: Oh, the roller coasters. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan. Oh. Well then you You um, know what's so weird is I can get on the rides that go around really fast yeah. and not throw up. Mm-hmm. I love I like those, but yeah. up and down man. Mm-hmm.
2: I uh I was never a fan of roller coasters until I went to Disneyland. In California, um, for my bachelor party, actually, it was my first time ever going to Disney. Wow, um, I went to Disneyland for my bachelor party and I fell in love with roller coasters. I can't do the loops, I can't go upside down, but uh, I love a good roller coaster now. Now, um, see
1: the ninja at Six Flags, I can do that, yeah. I've never done that, that's the, corkscrew and
2: loops, but there's not a, a lot of big mm, ups and downs, yeah. I haven't been to a, a Six Flags since, um, since I've been to Disney and discovered that I like roller coasters, but if you're in high school. You can go to Six Flags. What? Yeah, on June eighth, um, we're Fantastic. having our, our high school ministries ha- taking a trip to Six Flags, um, and it's only forty five dollars to attend. That includes your ride there and back, your time in the park, um, and so yeah, if you're a high, if you're going to be a high school student this coming fall, any incoming freshmen through seniors um, are invited to come to the high school Six Flags trip on June eighth. Um, cost is only forty five dollars, like I said, and you got to register by May twenty seventh. So you got to keep that in mind. Register by May 27th. um, And we have uh, pick-up and drop-off times for both our Effingham and our Newton locations um, online. So you can uh, go online, learn more about the trip, register, pay your $45, and get ready to go um, at newhopechurch.cc slash sixflags. One other thing we're going to keep... Keep Stuff with Tyler pretty short. But um, there's a new Hillsong United album that's come out. I don't know if you've listened to it yet. No, it's called I didn't know there People. Was one. People. Um, it's, it's a week or two old now. I'm not sure when it came out. But um, it's given me enough time to listen through it a few times. And on this episode of Stuff with Tyler, I can give it the green light that it's definitely worth a listen. So um, if you're into Hillsong, if you're into worship music, if you're into my recommendations, any of those things, if you can count yourself a stuffer, do yourself a favor Go online wherever you listen. Wherever you listen to music, and it's Hillsong United. The album's called People, Um, and three songs that I would say are the best songs are Highlands, Another in the Fire, and Good Grace. Wow, you heard it right here. Yeah, so listen to those three songs. I'm going to listen based solely on your recommendation. You're only going to listen to those three songs. That's it. Yeah, I mean that's not a bad thing.
0: The Sounding Board topic for today. What in the world should I buy my mom for Mother's Day?
1: Hey, today on the Sounding Board I have with me, Bethany Berry.
3: Hey, everybody.
1: In case you don't know Bethany, she's my daughter. So true. Last week I had Drew, my son, on Sounding Board. Now I've got Bethany.
3: It's a Hanson party.
1: It is a Hanson party. And uh, Drew kind of said he's kind of used to this anyway. Listening to my my ideas growing up, he was used to that.
3: Yeah, I'm... I'll be amazed if I'm amazed at, or not amazed, <laughs> but shocked at these ideas. I'll be
1: amazed if I'm amazed.
3: <laughs> you have good ideas. That's, I well, didn't mean yeah. to insult you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah,
1: that's quite right. right. We'll see how it goes anyway. But you, did you know that Sunday is Mother's Day?
3: I did. I, my husband just reminded me like yesterday.
1: Your husband reminded you it's Mother's Day. Yeah. So you have a mom that you have to take care of for Mother's Day. but then But this year is a little bit different for you. And why is that?
3: Because I'm a mom.
1: You're a mom.
3: I'm a mom this year. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So now you're a foster mom. I am. That's really cool. Did you know that today is National Foster Kid Awareness Day?
3: I didn't. I'm not on social media much, so I didn't see that.
1: But well, that's okay. I mean, I heard it on the radio coming in. Oh, to, yeah, I don't to listen work. to the radio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. So congratulations. There you go. Thank you. you. This is your Woo! day. And awesome. then you have Mother's Day. It's like boom, boom. You just all sorts of holidays coming up.
3: It's kind of awesome. I know. Celebrate me all the so time. So
1: what are you getting your mom for Mother's Day?
3: Oh, gosh. I haven't been able to decide. Anything? Yeah. But her birthday was just last week, so all my good ideas are I know that's what's gone. so weird
1: about our family is her birthday is so close to Mother's Day. And then
3: yours is close to Father's Day.
1: It is. That is. So, Mine's only two weeks after Father's Day, too. So. And
3: I know there are many years where I just uh, get combine you one them. gift that's and right. combine them, and I feel bad.
1: You shouldn't <laughs> feel bad. That's good. The only thing that would be really, really bumming is if you're born on Christmas Day. I think that would be terrible.
3: That would be Because everybody's awful. like, well,
1: this is your Christmas present and your birthday present. And you're like, now, wait a minute. And everybody else gets two presents, like one on your birthday, yeah, you and one like at Christmas. Yeah,
3: half of what everyone else is getting.
1: Yeah, that'd be bumming.
3: I would not. So like if that. you
1: have a, listen, parents, if you have a kid that was born on Christmas Day, I mean, make it special for crying out loud. You yeah. Know, do something different. Maybe yeah. in the morning you do Christmas, in the afternoon you do birthday. I don't know. Or
3: just on a separate day. So they have their own whole day, They're even gonna, if it's you, not actually on their birthday. You
1: have a whole different party, pin the tail on Santa Claus or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so basically what the sounding board is, uh, Bethany, is basically I just tell you some crazy ideas I have and you, you know, just give me some feedback. What you're thinking?
3: Oh, it's like my childhood. Pretty much. Awesome.
1: So today is Mother's Day gifts. Since we're on the subject of Mother's Day. Okay. I came up with my own ideas. Okay. I didn't go on the internet and look at crazy. Well, I did, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like copy anything or take, okay. you know, what I did was I came up with some of my own ideas.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, fresh out of my brain of things that we could do uniquely, uh, could be from others, you know, like a unique Mother's Day gift. OK, mm, I'm interested. to So see where this is I've got going. four of them and I'm just going to go through them and explain what I mean by them. OK. OK. Because uh, some of them may require a little explanation <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, just let you respond to what you think. All okay. right, And ask any questions along the way, because I th- I'm hoping that this particular uh, conversation here will spark some interest in some of my my ideas and people will take and run with these ideas and awesome. some of our mothers. Here at New Hope, will receive some of these gifts. I hope it's me. M- I don't even know
3: what they are, but I hope I get all of them.
1: I hope your husband's listening. He,
3: b- Anthony, better be listening. And he
1: gets some people involved, <laughs> and gets gets you what, one of these things. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Here's the number one. Now, most of these, I I, I really think that uh, it's more fun to do something for your mom that's experience based agreed versus doing something that is like material based oh, that's that how makes i am
3: sense. so i would think my mom would however do
1: the very first gift i have is a material based oh, kind okay. of gift and then is and i don't even know if they actually exist but someone needs to make one but i think there's probably you could probably find it somewhere uh, but what do you call those things like you know your mom loves them you, you have like essential oil you put in them and like steam up oh and uh, stuff. like
3: an essential oil diffuser
1: a diffuser yeah and it like makes a house smell and stuff. Yeah. And supposedly nice, I guess. <laughs> and uh, it depends on what you put in there, I yeah. guess. Um, that would be, I, I don't, I doubt that the market for bad smells for essential oil is probably very high. But anyway, <laughs> so people put in good smelly stuff and it diffuses, a diffuser. I thought we started diffuser was like something you put tea leaves in.
3: I think it might be. I think it's also called a diffuser.
1: Okay, there's old diffusers. If, this is a different kind of diffuser. There's got to be... It's essential a diffu- oil diffuser. I use a
3: diffuser on my hair. Well,
1: what all if... all sorts of different ones. Okay, so that's another diffuser. Yeah. Good grief. There's so many. I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm defused.
0: <laughs> so,
1: here's the thing. Uh, I think you should get your mom a essential oil diffuser, but it needs to be a pretty good size, and it needs to okay. be shaped exactly like Darth Vader's head. <laughs> because... That way when it when it steams out, it goes oh It has
3: my like a gosh. little sound effect. Okay. So the, does it come out the top of his head? No, it comes or, out like
1: his mask, you know, like Okay, like where, where his mouth is at. Yeah, where his mouth is at.
3: Okay, I like it.
1: Yeah, see you know, I think a but, lot of moms are kinda geeky that way. They like Star Wars.
3: It's true. So
1: so yeah, what do you think about the Darth Vader essential oil diffuser?
3: At first when I was thinking like it would come off the top of his head, I wasn't too thrilled. But the mouth, (laughs) that sold it for me. That sold it for you. Yeah.
1: Okay. I don't even sure if it's out there, but it wouldn't surprise me if it is. We
3: could, I feel like you could make one somehow.
1: Probably could. If if you could find a Darth Vader mask and just put it over an actual diffuser.
3: That's what I was thinking.
1: You could and try to direct the steam somehow.
3: So not only is it a brilliant gift, but it's also homemade.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. See, you put some time into it, some love for your mom. And your mom will appreciate the fact that you did that and you were creative. Yeah. Okay, Bethany, the second idea I have. You ready for this? I'm ready. Now, you know how there are people out there that work in the area of PR, public relations. Yes. So I thought, who needs a PR person? Your mom, all right? Any mom. (laughs) A mother needs a PR person. Let's say okay. you hire a PR person for your mom just for one month. Just a month. Give her a break.
3: All right. And here's
1: what I mean by a break. She doesn't have to be on social media at all. doesn't have to post anything about her kids, about her house, about what she's eating. None of that stuff. Instead, she turns it over to a person to make her look really good for a month. How about, what do you think?
3: As someone who hates social media, that would be awesome. You love it, don't I, you? I would love it because I hate social media, but I want to look awesome. And
1: you know, exactly. You want to look awesome. And who cares about the truth? The point is that you look good on social media.
3: I'm all so for it. So your PR
1: person can make you look good. Maybe even get you your own logo with your own, you know, clarify a mission and vision statement for you personally.
3: It's brilliant. I love this.
1: <laughs> Obviously, I'm a little bit tongue in cheek there. But anyway, it'd be kind of funny to awesome. have a PR person for your mom for a month. Come on.
3: I think it'd be worth it.
1: There you go. Yeah. So, you know, there's a great gift idea and very practical. Okay. And here's the next idea. The next idea. Now, now hang with me on this because at first it's going to sound a little creepy. All right.
3: Awesome. I love creepy. But
1: hang with it. Okay. What do you think every little girl wants? A pony. Okay. A pony. That's really good. What else? Anything else?
3: A castle?
1: A castle because they want to be a what?
3: Princess.
1: See? Now, I didn't even, I didn't, we didn't talk beforehand, did no. we? No. And and I pulled it out of you like in two guesses. Yeah. So, I think every mother down deep still has that little girl in her that wants to be a princess.
3: Oh, yeah. Right? Definitely. So,
1: you buy her a dress that makes her look like a princess and you tell her to show up at a certain time. Okay. Right? And you okay. serve her tea. Like in a tea set or whatever you can that's, find. That's what princesses. Nice teeth. Aunt here. Yeah, but the but you throw a whole tea party, and you get like your the dad or special someone to dress up up like a prince charming, and you get other people to dress up in random costumes like a bear and a dog, stuff like that, and you have this gigantic tea party just for your mom.
3: I love this. Well, but I have one question. It's kind
1: of like doing a Disney experience, but. In a weird sort of whacked out way.
3: Okay. Kind of like it sounds kind of trippy to me, but I like it. <laughs> Are there ponies involved though?
1: You could have a pony. She gets a pony and ride along with it. It's not That's that expensive. What I'm, thinking. I'm
3: thinking as long as there's like a carriage ride to the a place. A carriage ride. We can make it even more fun and have the tea party on the carriage. It won't stay in the cup, but it'd be great. There you go. Uh Yeah,
1: on your way to some sort of fancy house if you had the money to do like an overnight or something for her or like a
3: a mini castle
1: or whatever. Yeah, I I just think that it would be kind of neat to give her that kind of tea party experience. I think it would be kind of cool.
3: It would be very memorable.
1: See, that's what I'm going for. Memorable.
3: I personally would really enjoy it.
1: Well, maybe you should think about that someday for your mom. Okay. (laughs) Here's the last one. You ready? I'm ready. Um, Have you ever seen... Uh, an isolation booth.
3: An isolation booth?
1: Yeah. You, like, ever, you ever seen the old game shows where like they put somebody in the isolation booth because they don't want them to see or hear what's going on?
3: Oh, yeah. I was picturing those things on Fringe. Those like bathtub things. Oh, that would be cool about? too. A de- what is that? A, something Kind
1: of like the floating things, like the saltwater stuff. Yeah. You float in and they...
3: That's what I was picturing. That's not what you're talking about.
1: No, well, that could go. You could, I guess that's okay. Those actually, you know, those exist, but, and you can get your mom like a gift certificate for things like that. And she goes to a spa kind of thing and has isolation, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about building your own isolation booth for your mom in her house. Okay. Soundproofed little booth (laughs) where when, when the day just gets nuts and she gets a few minutes, she can go in the booth. And just, like, you can't hear a thing. Just total silence. Or she can have some, you know, media in there or whatever she wants. You know, she wants to listen to some music or watch Netflix or something. But no one can disturb her.
3: So it's just a booth. Like, there's nothing else in
1: there? I mean, it's a small booth. Because most houses don't have the room for a big booth, you know. so Or you can make, like, a safe room somewhere in your house. But I think that the point is... Is that there's some sort of soundproofed isolation booth for a mom. Isn't that perfect for a mom? I mean, think about y- your day.
3: I yeah. You I went. I tend to I don't know if my husband has noticed, but sometimes I just go in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going, but just no, for see, a minute. I just need thing. alone time.
1: That's a really good point. Most people use the bathroom as their isolation booth.
3: Yeah. But it's not soundproof. And it's kids not. still
1: will knock on the door, and they'll still say, Mom, you know.
3: Yeah, I'm not to that point yet, but I know it's coming.
1: Well, trust, yeah, trust me, it's coming. And not only that, but a lot of mothers who are listening to our voices right now understand exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. And dads, it is really, if you have any sort of handyman kind of thing in you at all, it would be worth your while to make your wife an isolation booth for Mother's Day.
3: You know? I I agree. I think... Out of all the gifts, that's probably going to be the most useful. It, pro- <laughs>
1: <laughs> it probably is. And,
3: and I it, don't mean just the gifts you listed. I mean out of all the gifts.
1: I mean, you can give a gift certificate, <laughs> and she can get away for a while, but that doesn't that doesn't hold long term. You know this. Is, yeah. This is long term, and it's, you know it's and brilliant. Now, now, be careful because sometimes moms may get used to it, and they may spend way too much time in the isolation booth.
3: <laughs> It should have like a timer or something. There you go. Like Maybe it it's like a automatically little, opens after a certain amount of time.
1: There you go. It locks and then, yeah, you could have like an electronic lock on it.
3: And yeah.
1: It opens at a 30 minutes or something or 15, you know, 15, 30 minutes. I don't know. it would be kind of interesting. I, I don't like know. I, and you could even paint it uh, to make it look like the TARDIS or something from oh, Doctor Who or I don't know. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or make it look like, you know, uh, one of the, like the Hobbit house. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Anything, (laughs) whatever, wherever the mom wants, you can kind of personalize it into her own little fantasy land at home. I love it. There you go. I think it's great. Would it, would you, would it be sufficient to say that I have, I have given some really good Mother's Day gift ideas today?
3: I would say probably the best ideas, especially (laughs) the isolation booth. And again, not the best idea out of just yours, but Period. (laughs) This is the best gift idea. And again, I'm not there yet, but all the horror stories I hear from other moms, they need an isolation booth. Well,
1: not that my own daughter is biased, but you heard it right here, folks. (laughs) I give the best ideas. So when it comes to Mother's Day, instead of just doing flowers, think about an isolation booth. (laughs) Now it's time for spotlight and I'm here with Christy Busher. Hi Christy.
0: Hi Darren. How you doing? I am pretty good.
1: You feel I mean I heard you like on your way here to do the recording as if it was like a death march going on out in the hallway.
0: Well, you just said trust me and in in, li- in life I trust yeah. you. Like in life I trust you. But you're not sure about
1: the radio close or the to podcast.
0: 100%. Today in this room <laughs> It's going to be great. The podcast. I don't know. Maybe Listen, 72%. It's
1: going to be great. We want as many people at New Hope to really know you. you know, okay. The real Christy Bush. Then
0: I'll try to relax and just be honest. That's all Christy I can do. Christy
1: is our children's director here at New Hope. Is that your official title? What is your title?
0: My title changed in the new year. Okay. It is officially New Hope Kids Director.
1: New Hope Kids Director.
0: New Hope Kids Director. I think that Tyler thought... Tyler Yocum, who's yes. up, who's also on the podcast with yes, you. Yes, he's one of our hosts. I think New Hope Kids is, sounds a little, it's kind of an effort towards uh, being a little more modern sounding than children's ministry. Oh. So he he moved us up in the world.
1: We're Now we're more modern. That's
0: sounding. right. That's right. Well, that's According important. to Tyler. That's exactly. Important.
1: So you're the New Hope Kids director. You got it. Now, part of the reason why we even have these interviews is to get to know you, but also get to know, like, what do you do? Because a lot, of, a lot of people that are listening don't necessarily understand, like, all the staff we have and what they do behind right. the scenes. So we're starting with staff, but I'm also going to be interviewing even some people in our church just who volunteer in different areas. Right. So can you just kind of give a brief brief synopsis on, like, what you do behind the scenes?
0: I will try to. Okay. Okay, so I officially oversee the Babies Through Fifth Grade Ministries, which are broken down into Babies Through Preschool, formerly known as First Steps. Another way Tyler is updating us. The (laughs) kindergarten through third grade ministry, which meets downstairs, which used to be called the rock ministry. We're trying to streamline things and make them easy to understand what they are. So it's all
1: New Hope kids, but then we have the ages well. Exactly.
0: All under the umbrella of New Hope kids. And then the third area is our fourth and fifth grade ministry, which used to be called Club 45. Just trying to name things exactly for the age group that they are, you know, to make that easier to understand. But anyway, what do I do? So I oversee those areas, which includes anything from budgeting to curriculum, schedule, connecting with families. Sometimes there's big picture things I do. Sometimes there's very little details like today I was just going around and putting various things in different rooms and just getting things ready for Sunday morning. So there's some details that are um, just things that we do to make sure we're ready to go on Sunday. But then there's also some big picture stuff that I really enjoy. And something that I've started doing over the past few years is I think that even though we do have a lot of people on staff, New Hope does a really good job of um, letting all of us speak into things. So I feel like, I don't know, a fourth of my work or something is done Um, for the church at large. So whether they put us on committees, teams that we're working on various things behind the scene to pull off. Um, So it's not all kids ministry, but the majority of it, of course, is. A lot
1: of us wear more than one hat
3: here. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And I enjoy that though. I mean, I (laughs) enjoy being
0: a part of the bigger team and not feeling like I can only have my hands in in kids stuff. Um, I enjoy whenever I'm able to work with other staff members on big projects. Um, But then of course, the majority of the time is just spent on Everything related to kids, families, and volunteers—that's a big part of it too—is—is is helping with the volunteer, you know, uh, the number of volunteers we have.
1: Now I know you, and I know the first thing, one of the first things you would say is, you can't do this without a good team. Absolutely, and I know that you have. A good team. We have some part-time staff yes. who work in the children's area. Yes. So once you mention them, yes. give them a little bit of a shout out.
0: Let me talk about them. That is awesome. So I'll start with our babies through preschool ministry. Our coordinator there is Emily Golden, and Emily has been doing this um, for a handful of years, does a fantastic job overseeing our little guys. That, of course, is our largest ministry in terms of numbers, just because it encompasses the largest age range, I guess you could say. So that's what Emily does. She does a wonderful job leading that ministry. She's getting ready to go on maternity leave as she and Lucas are welcoming baby number number two in a handful of weeks. So that's Emily downstairs in our kindergarten through third grade we currently um, have Megan Agney serving in the coordinator role. She is new to the team. She's a fantastic addition, just sweet, um, energetic. I know she's going to bring some cool new things to our New Hope Kids staff.
1: Awesome.
0: Um, So she's doing a great job as she's just getting started. And then in our fourth and fifth grade ministry, we have a leader who has been serving at New Hope for many years. Um, Gosh, when I started attending New Hope 10 years ago, Laura Arney was uh, helping with the four and five-year-olds, I think. And then she moved to the kindergarten through third graders. And a couple years ago, we had an opening in the fourth and fifth grade and she really felt like God was calling her there. And I'll tell you, during this season of her life, it is definitely her sweet spot. She connects well with her her team of volunteers with the parents and the kids just love her. She
1: So she keeps she's graduating. Great.
0: She does. She keeps she, moving she's up. She's moving her way up the... And I've got to mention to Allison Donsbach because Allison has served in a couple of different ways for us, but currently she serves on Sunday mornings just as a volunteer. So the kids see her all the time. But her paid position here in a very part-time role is behind the scenes as our kids assistant. And so she does all sorts of like paperwork and mailings and sure. um, curriculum preparation. Which is always needed. Very much needed. Yeah. So I love the fact that we function as a team, make decisions as a team, um, do large events as a team. We're, it, yeah. I'm How very How many lucky. kids
1: would you say like from in the nursery all the way up to? That's a good f-
0: question. Very good question. So fifth
1: grade, would you say we kind of have on a Sunday?
0: On a typical Sunday, well over 200. Wow. So if we get up around the 250 mark, that's definitely some of our very, very highest Sundays. But it is not unusual at all for us to be at 225 on just a typical Sunday. That's a
1: lot of kids. And I know for a fact that you are full. I mean, you have enough workers. You never need anybody else to help, dude.
0: Right, Darren. Actually, the thing I was working on right before I walked into your office, or should I say the recording studio? The recording studio. Thank you very much. Um, I was just working on some new volunteer stuff, which is the good part is we actually have some leads on some new volunteers, which is huge.
1: You're always after new people. I was kind of always. saying that tongue in cheek, just yes. a little bit. <clears throat> uh,
0: right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We're so always looking for So if you're li- if for for more listening
1: health. and you want to help out children's ministry, come see Christy.
0: That's exactly right. She
1: would love to point you in the right direction. That's, that's for right. sure. Now let's talk about you for a second. Okay. Tell us a little bit about your family.
0: Oh, gosh. List I could, everybody, because, you know. T- uh, yeah, There's a lot of them, huh?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of bushers going on. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of bushers. So my husband's name is Ryan, and he is a product engineer at Hydrogear in Sullivan, where he's been for a lot of years. So we, we live in Neoga. I guess I could start by saying that. So Ryan drives from... Metropolis of Neoga. That's right. Should I mention that we live in your old house my old
1: house actually which is Crazy. really odd but it, it's cool at the same time
0: right it is very cool so, so ryan and i no live other in,
1: family i would like to have there after us that's than you, right so.
0: yes it's been it's been great so um so ryan and i live in yoga and he, like i said he works in sullivan we have four kids so matt is almost 21 he ha, is a junior over at indiana state in terre haute
1: gosh I can't believe he's that old
0: i know you've known him for a lot of years mm. i think you were his coach.
1: junior high junior high Yeah, it's been a few years ago
0: i know it um so he'll move home on friday and um he's doing well it's interesting parenting an adult as you know oh yeah but yeah matt's great um, hoping whenever he comes home for the summer, he will get back on Lucas's worship team because he plays guitar on the worship team. So that's cool. Cassie is a junior, so she's just starting to think about colleges and um, what she wants to do with the rest of her life. So it, an exciting season for her for sure as she gets ready. Do she to have any ideas in. yet? Well, um, she's interested in nursing.
1: I thought she'd be a math teacher for some reason. Oh,
0: take after mom's first profession. Yes. Um, So (laughs) she's thinking nursing. So she's going to do the health occupations class. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, get
1: started now in that. That's what's amazing.
0: Exactly, and and figure out if that's for sure what she wants to do.
1: And you have Cam.
0: And then I have Cam, who is a freshman. Cam's funny. He's a good boy. He's an interesting age. He won't hear me say that, so I can say that. <laughs> a freshman boy is an interesting age, Um, but he's doing great. And then we have little Ben who rounds up our rounds out our family. Um, he is a second grader. and um we adopted Ben two years ago from China. So he's sweet. And he's filled with joy. He's just the happiest little fellow you ever did see.
1: Well, that's fantastic. So you traveled over to China. We did. And met Ben and picked him up and everything. And that was like two different trips.
0: Well, ours was kind of interesting because we actually took part in a hosting program. Mm -hmm. So Ben stayed with us in the summer of 2016 for one month. So kind of a crazy situation where... We parented this little guy, and we didn't speak each other's language, so that was crazy, and the goal of the hosting program was that either you or someone you came in contact with would have a desire to adopt the child, feel like, that you could make that work feel like that was a match. And he was with us a couple days where we're like, we can't imagine him not being part of our family. So the hard part is you have to put him back on the airplane and send him back while you go through all the legal paperwork. And so we sent him back in July. And he's so young.
1: He doesn't know really what's going on.
0: Exactly. And we couldn't explain it to him because we didn't speak Chinese. And so, um, we went back over though in April of 2017 and brought him home for good. So, been an adventure the past couple years. I bet.
1: And he's had some medical issues, Yep, but he's doing, he's doing doing good.
0: Yep. Ben was born with lots of birth defects. Um, some that were repaired in China and some that weren't life threatening. So they needed to be repaired here in the U S so we've waited through a lot of doctor's appointments the past couple years. It's really given me a greater understanding for families who do that all the time because that's, um, that's wearing, you know,
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how this lady juggles everything. Uh-huh. I mean, she, you're a mother, you got four kids, that's enough right there, yeah, a wife, and then you've got the job here with the children's ministry. You've also got, you know, working with a, a child that's had the defects, birth defects and things, and all the hospital visits. It's just been amazing. This year has been pretty crazy for
0: you. It's been kind of busy, Darren. Yeah. It's been kind of busy, but... In a good way, though. It, exactly. Yep. We're It's good, and we just, we do, although, have to keep reassessing life and setting some limits and putting some boundaries up and making sure that we're keeping our priorities in the right order because life does get crazy. But uh,
1: Don't you think this is true that all our kids are different? I mean, I had four kids and they were all totally different.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: I mean, it's hard to like even put them in a box with each other at all. Right. You know? Yes. What have you, what's one thing your kids have taught you?
0: Oh my goodness sakes. One thing's my kids, well, they forced me to learn patience and I blow it sometimes. (laughs) But um, boy, to be honest, and I've shared this before in church, when we first started parenting 20 plus years ago, I would lose my temper all the time. And I'm not saying that I don't ever lose my temper, but I have kind of been forced to learn patience. So that's one thing they've taught me.
1: The Holy Spirit's good at teaching that.
0: Yes, for some reason. Through those honoree children.
1: Now, I'd, if there's, what's like, tell us a couple of like hobbies or things you like to do in your free time.
0: Mm. Well, I love to go on dates with my hubby. I'm very passionate about and, and encourage other couples to make sure that they keep their you marriage like to, a priority. So you say you like
1: to feed dates to your hubby?
0: Go on dates. Oh, go
1: on dates. Okay. Go
0: on dates with my husband. Okay. So we love doing that. Just going for a walk, going shopping, going out for dinner to a movie, whatever the case may be get out of town a couple of times a year for an overnight. Just, and
1: all the, and the older kids go with you.
0: Right. No, <laughs> we leave them at home. In fact, the most recent one, Ben was like, you're leaving us. You want to leave us. And we're like, absolutely. Yes, you, we do. That's exactly right.
1: What else do you like to do?
0: Um, I like to go for a walk. I like to, I like to swim in the summertime. Great. We put up a Walmart pool in our backyard there go. a couple years ago. And that's actually been great. So well, I enjoy awesome. doing that.
1: That's awesome. Well, We are going to uh, have an opportunity to get to know you a little bit even more when we Mm. do our two-minute drill, which we will do in just a second.
0: And now it is time for the two-minute drill. Today features Christy Busher, and the time begins now. What's your favorite musical group? Down here. They don't perform together anymore, but that's my favorite.
1: Cookies or brownies? Cookies. If you were stuck on a deserted island with one magazine, what magazine would you pick?
0: A children's ministry when maybe or maybe people
1: okay favorite bible verse
0: Mm, so many darren but john 316 comes to mind
1: okay would you rather have all of your kids become great tap dancers or jugglers
0: (laughs) jugglers because my husband can actually juggle well
1: there you go now you are going to receive a mother's day gift what is the best gift out of these four choices I'm going to give you, okay? okay? The first one is like a essential oil diffuser okay, that's shaped like Darth Vader's head. Or you've got a PR person for a month who will take all your social media accounts. A tea party that's incredible that your kids put on for you, including them dressed in costume. Your husband dressed like Prince Charming. Or the last one is an your own actual isolation booth built for you in your house that you can get into for like 30 <laughs> minutes at a time
0: ready for me to vote yes I'm, I'm gonna say number three tea party
1: the tea party you would yeah. like the tea party sure. you were dressed like a princess too by the way
0: oh just okay. so you know okay okay
1: awesome game of thrones full house or Door of the explorer full house your son ben's favorite thing to do right now
0: uh play play outside like basketball things like that but he also loves netflix
1: you were forced to be on fear factor and had to be covered in something worms mice or crickets
0: Ugh. crickets
1: pick one of these circus acts you had to be one shot out of a cannon trapeze act or lion tamer
0: trapeze act that'd be so cool
1: now free association game you ready i list some things you tell me the first thing that comes to mind one word
0: this is so scary one
1: right after the other ready summertime swimming kittens cute deer hunting season matt tower yokum crazy living in a small town
0: Mm, okay ice cream delicious
1: Junior high kids. Smelly. Your high school experience. Regretful. (laughs) New Hope Underground podcast. Funny. There you go. So you're done. Two (laughs) minutes is I'm so relieved. You did a great job. Now see, that wasn't too hard. It
0: wasn't too bad.
1: You were fretting it. A little bit. Thanks, Christy.
0: You're welcome. Thanks.
2: Another great episode. The best one we've ever done. Episode five. The best one we've ever done, you think? I'd say so. It's not a high bar to clear.
1: Actually, we probably ought to say that every time we record an episode. This is the better one. Yeah, best one yep.
2: always. That's what keeps us going. Hey, we need you to listen.
1: How do you listen to podcasts, Tyler?
2: Um, well, through my ears, and sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I'm uh, when I'm driving, when I'm walking my dog, um, when I'm when I'm doing when I'm vacuuming, I I'm in charge of vacuuming at our house, and so. Uh, when I vacuum, I listen to podcast. I
1: guess I should have asked the question when instead of how. Sorry about that. <laughs> Such a literalist. But yeah, that's exactly right. You now you can listen anywhere, anytime. I I'm just doing mundane tasks around the house. I have my have my phone turned up there. Yeah, listening in your car, like you said, walking your dog, walking your husband, whatever you're doing, you yeah. know. And I what I that's what I love about podcast. And we need you to spread the word to other people. Whoever, you know, you're laughing out loud at something Tyler Yoakum said
2: and people are like, what's going on? What's so funny? Tell them. Yeah, maybe you, have, right? maybe you have some AirPods and you just want to pop one into someone's ear as you sneak up behind them. Um, sure, they'd be caught off guard, maybe a little angry, but by the if you, if they have a few seconds of listening to this, then they'll be like, oh, thank you for showing And me they're this. like,
1: how dare you invade my space with entertainment like that?
2: Yeah, no one will be upset. But so. then maybe
1: they'll look it up on their own. That's true.
2: Yeah.
1: And we need you to rate us five stars.
2: It's for our own sake, but also for everyone else's sake in finding <laughs> us. So um, if you can do that,
1: that'd be We great. really do, though. And we're kind of putting that call out there. We also want you to do this. Call our voicemail hotline. This is how we get a chance to talk to you. And we really need your feedback. It doesn't take but a minute. And all we want you to do is leave us a voicemail saying something about what, what do you like, answering the question, what do you like about New Hope Underground so far? And it's
2: 812-783-0373. And maybe it's something that you don't like, you know? We're not perfect. We can, we always need improvement. So if you have any sure. constructive criticism, um, or, I mean, don't say just like, I hate Tyler, because that wouldn't, I mean, obviously we would assume you're talking about But Skirky. you know what we
1: do with the cool
2: calls? We put them on the air. That's true, yeah. We wouldn't put mean calls on the air. But yeah, no matter what you <laughs> got, you can give us a call um, at our hotline. That is 812-783-0373.
1: That's awesome. Now, I do want to encourage you to go back, if you haven't yet, and listen to the bonus content we put up this last week, an interview with Brant Hansen. There was two parts, part one and part two, and uh, he did a great job. We appreciate that. And it's really interesting, I think, some interesting content in both of those. The first part, he talks about um, just his work and what he does as a radio show host and author and so forth. And the second part, he really talks about his interactions, if you will, with some different uh, church experiences and and just some things like that so if you haven't had a chance go back and listen to that it's really good stuff and we are going to be doing something that i hope on a regular basis called shout outs you want to explain what shout outs are tower yokum do you have any idea what i'm talking about
2: yeah it's that thing you want to do where we shout out cool things that we see happen in in our community here at New Hope. Yeah, behind the scenes. People don't necessarily get to see.
1: Yeah. First
2: shout-out I want to give is to
1: Matt S, as for Stuart Jones. Oh. We have a lot of Matt Jones. Do we out have to here, know middle so names to do shout outs? No, no, just for him because we have like three or four different Matt Jones here. Gotcha. But Matt's Matt S. Jones. Uh, he's been helping us with the podcast and he went around and did the question of the day for the yeah, last episode. That was awesome. And he's going to be continuing to do that. Maybe to even do some man on the street stuff for us. So and he's been helping me with some ideas. So I really appreciate that, Matt, because that's behind the scenes and you don't always see him.
2: Yeah. There was a, this past Sunday, there were, there was a group of guys that helped out with, I, I don't know how to describe it outside of a man's shoe fell apart, really, um, which is like a really hard thing to visualize. And that's on Sunday morning on yeah. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. After first service, some, a man's shoe must've fallen apart. And so there was like tar, like rubber all over the floor and i'm sure the man didn't mean for it to happen but it was just a bunch of it and like three different guys stepped in and just like started cleaning it up picking it up with their hands somebody ran and grabbed a vacuum and yeah no one was told to do it they just all like saw the need and jumped in and did it which is hey if you're
1: one of those guys and you're listening to us right now thank you yeah so much Yeah, that's fantastic there's a lot of ways that people serve i want to give a shout out to jacob and kaylee they were helping out with the prom, post-prom event oh, over yeah. at 180 for the Effingham and St. Anthony schools. Yep. And they had the uh, post-prom committee had a bunch of ice cream in one of our freezers. And the freezer went bad and it melted everywhere. I mean, oh, ice cream everywhere. No. And so when they came in to just host the event, they were just staff just trying to help out. And they found that mess. And so they had to clean it up. And I think even... Kaylee's parents came over, Ronnie and Sarah came over to help clean up. And wow. So I just really appreciate the servant attitude that they have. That's awesome. Trying to help out the the kids at the high school. Yeah. And so I, I hope and pray that that event went well. And
2: now they can't even look at ice cream anymore. No. It's like the fear they have. Exactly. So, wow. Melted ice cream everywhere.
1: Yeah. What a mess. Ugh. And when you get all the different kinds of ice cream kind of mixing together. It's not even tasty
2: when you yeah. want to eat it up off the floor.
1: I mean, the first thing I think of is Neapolitan. But right when 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 yeah, when it's on the floor, it's not really, yeah. you know.
2: When size. in Rome, you know.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, th- those are shout outs. And we're going to continue to give those. There are plenty of shout outs that we could do. We're going to limit ourselves per episode. But we need to we need to do those because there are some incredible people right here at New Hope in our community that are doing incredible things serving other people, all for the sake of Jesus, and that's what we're about, and we want to make sure that that is talked about, screamed from the rooftops, if you will.
2: And shout out to you if you have listened to the very end.
1: Way to go. Way to go. You finished episode five.